1: Mohammed Mala.
2: <laughs> did you guess? Did you guess who it is? I liked the first name. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like it sounds like when you're trying to discount somebody like oh Mohammed Muhammad. Muhammad.
0: <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Starting Eleven. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Andrew, it's we're in between game weeks three and four, and... Obviously, the big story from game week three is the fact there were four red cards on uh, on Saturday, which is rather impressive. But uh, obviously, we'll get to this, this and we'll get to a whole bunch of other things as well. But, um, you know, first Your things first, everyone's going to be, status status to be talking about the how they're NBA going to replace Richarlison in their lineups. The and oh, yeah. Hi. How are you? Yeah.
1: you visit I'm good. I'm good. I don't have Richarlison. And now here. Are Andrew I, we Laird talked about Jordan it last Cooper. week that I had every plan to. Uh, get rid of Gilfie Sigurdsson and pick up Richarlison. Uh, and I didn't do it. I did do the other part of that move, which was to get rid of Alexis Sanchez and pick up Riyad Mahrez. This is
2: the fantasy
0: and, soccer podcast um, brought to you. One by star who doesn't start for another one who doesn't start. Right. Right. But for I avoided news, the Richarlison rankings, red card, which um, the best fantasy soccer I thought was a around. win in itself. Please visit rotowire.com I think it was something like now minus Andrew 1.4 million
2: points if you added it all up from like all the people who owned him. Oh, that's funny. I never thought of
1: doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a lot of points, and it looks like everybody's just going to his teammate to replace
2: him. Yeah, I was about to say, are you going to do uh Guilty Sigurdsson for Walcott this week, your <laughs> favorite? Uh,
1: I have two transfers. I also fully had, had planned on wild carding after um, game week four, which I haven't ruled out, but I think this happened last year where – I kind of planned out when I was gonna wild card, and then when the time came, it was like I don't really need to make that many changes, and I'm kind of wild carding just to wild card, So, I I don't know if I'll end up doing it,
2: but I have two free transfers right now for going in for next week. So, um yep. we'll see. As do I, and I have Richarlison, so I know I'm using one. And I also have Aaron Juan Bisaka left over from wow. their, his game week number two red card. <laughs> so I didn't transfer him because I figure what he, he's not going to go below four flat. What What's the point? I liked him at four flat then. I'm going to like him at four flat later. Yeah, uh, And I'm not starting him. He's my fifth defender. So, and I only start three anyway, so what's the point? Um, now, the Richarlison one is interesting because obviously if you go – from Richarlison straight to Walcott. There's really not that much of a difference.
1: It doesn't seem it. I mean, I don't think anybody is kind of thinking about what happens to Walcott when there's no Richarlison, which I think is a worthwhile discussion, but, um, what about going to his other teammate? Which one Bernard? Yeah. Um, I think the lack of playing time for Bernard will have people scared off at least for this week.
2: I mean it's it it's a it's a decent enough difference that it's you know, you're going down to six flat versus six seven. I mean mm-hmm. you could do other things. Sure. If you have I two mean, transfers or you're taking a yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. a hit. I don't think you need cool. to take a hit just to get Bernard in.
2: Well the the question obviously becomes, do you think it's Bernard that comes in?
1: Uh I do, but uh I I'm only kind of fifty one percent convinced. Like I I, I believe or he came off the bench last week. I don't think he started um, today's um, FA. I don't know if it was FA Cup or the other one. Carabao. Carabao. Um, but I think it was FA Cup. Maybe not. Who cares? Actually, it, whatever. They they both don't um, count. Dominic Calvert Lewin did start and scored twice, uh, and so it was kind of like, oh well, he could play that role. But well, at least at least this weekend. Um, you want to know
2: who I would like to see? No. All right, then, we'll move on. Uh <laughs> no, would you like Adam to o- Adamola- Oh,
1: Lookman. I think there's been too much talk of selling him that they're going to risk him playing to...
2: At 5.3, it's just... At 5.3, oh, man. It's such a I-
1: short-term like th-
2: even if he started this week like yeah i know it's not worth it and the yeah. same with bernard yes i get it we have to I think longer think... than just the three games that were is out
1: yeah i wonder if they do find a way to get bernard in more regularly but i think it'll take a while for him to kind of acclimate to the premier league
2: i mean gilby Sigurdsson should be the false nine you keep I've saying, saying that i think a it of seems nines. they're
1: perfectly content with Tosun up front so doing that yeah, doing next to nothing his two assists He's the distributor that Sigurdsson is not.
2: Apparently. Yeah. And you're telling me that Guilford Sigurdsson can't get two assists from that spot. (laughs) Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm telling you that Tosun
1: has gotten two assists from that spot. That's what I'm telling
2: you. All right. Another option uh, that I think will be a little more popular. Well, it should be more popular, but it isn't yet for some reason. Is Alex Awobi at 5.5. He seems to have Unai Unai Emery's uh, good graces, at least. Uh. I, I guess. I mean,
1: this kind of happens. The fixture happened. list is tempting. The yeah, fixture this, list for Iwobi is tempting. Now it is, yeah. I mean, this happened with Arsene Wenger as well, that Iwobi would get a few like runouts, and everyone's like, oh, wow, there it is. And then Ozil comes back, and then they kind of build the lineup, and you're like, oh, all right, Iwobi didn't quite make the starting 11, and then you're like, oh, but there's also two other guys who didn't make it that are probably ahead of him. Like, I just don't see him being a long-term starter for Arsenal when they have guys who... I think should be playing over him. like we, well, somebody was um, noting during their game last week in our Slack chat that uh, he, cause he came off, he got an assist, but he came off either at halftime or shortly after. And everyone's like, it's weird because they, he was their Arsenal's best player when he was on the, on the pitch. And I kind of made the comment that he was Arsenal's best player, but Arsenal are actually worse with him on the field, like as a unit.
2: Yeah, they were playing badly.
1: Right. And so it's like it doesn't help that he's the best player on a poor team. Then the team is just better when he's not there, as weird as it sounds.
2: So larger point that Arsenal should be on people's radar. For sure. Um, You know, Cardiff away, Newcastle away, Everton and Watford at home, then Fulham away. Leicester at home, Crystal Palace away. That's their next seven fixtures, and that takes you through the end of the month of October.
1: Yeah, yeah. The um, I want to bring up the trip to Newcastle because everybody talks about oh. how, how far it
2: is. Uh, <laughs> it's four and a half hours by drive from London, something like that, right? It's, it's not that far.
1: <clears throat> right. Every, I read multiple pieces about Chelsea last week. They're like, oh, they got to travel up north and blah, blah, blah. And it's the distance from London, which is where Arsenal will be coming from, the same as Chelsea to Newcastle, slightly closer, is closer than uh, Philadelphia to Pittsburgh. Like the state of Pennsylvania, if you go from one side to the other, is longer. I've done it. It stinks. Yeah, it's awful, but it's longer. And they're probably not making that drive in like a 2003 Toyota Camry like we would be. (laughs) So
2: No, they're all doing it together in one big happy bus.
1: uh, I assume they train it in Like a first-class train. Like the, the the travel to Newcastle narrative is so funny to me. Well, you can
2: also take a well, really short flight.
1: You could, yeah. And there are people if who they have an Everyone's like, "Well, it's all I'm relative because that's far for
2: them." And I'm like, "Distance is we're like we're humans here, right?" Like, <laughs> well, they're not used to traveling four and a half hours by cars. that's it's not that easy it's to do without a, a ferry in a there. Let's
1: let's not pretend they're in a car or a bus even. <laughs> this is like a first class train
2: i just love the imagery of like some really fancy train as their means of conveyance it's it's exactly one of the most, it it's like what it's like one of the most european settings that totally. i can imagine totally
1: if you watch any bond movie or uh yeah you know, i know that's what I, yeah, they do it, it's yeah. it, it's not amtrak all right like <laughs> it's a lot nicer than that and so um Everyone who was like, I don't know, away to Newcastle, like it's it's that's okay. But anyway, so, yes, the Arsenal schedule coming up is excellent.
2: So another thing that I've seen, at least uh, this this might just be me fooling around on the internet, basically, um, you know, just not not getting really quite credible sources. But Richarlison and Marcus Alonso are surprisingly similarly priced. Um, I believe mm-hmm. they're identically priced. So. If you can swing it to switch, you know Richarlison's value and your lowest defender's value to pick up uh, to pick up uh, Marcus Alonso, it defense and then just getting a low a low level midfielder if you have that midfield spot to spare.
1: No, but Alonso is a fullback now, so he's not as he's not as good. <laughs>
2: okay, go go on your thing.
1: <laughs> no, that's all I have to say. Um, no, it's not. It seems to be the year <laughs> where. And it's funny that everyone's like, oh, then now you everyone should get fullbacks because they're they're really paying off. And it's like we've been saying this for years. Like, of course it's these guys. But I mean, if you look at the the top five scores now, I mean, it's it's Alonzo, Mendy, Robertson, Holibus, and Trippier. And other than Holibus, and I kind of have him a little higher just because he's such a good DFS play. I mean, those are the four other guys are the ones. Who, We've been talking about forever. Like, of course, yeah. these are the
2: top guys. Well, we'll find out really what Watford are made out of. Now, they have Spurs, United, and Arsenal in the mm-hmm. next four fixtures. Yeah, with and, toast. And, yeah, and we, we, we we've been fooled by this Watford before. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. fact, it was Marcos Silva's Watford. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> so we've been we've been we've been duped by this before. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, everyone's transferring Holy Boss in when they should be transferring him out.
1: Him out, yeah. Um. I think, yeah, it was Adam Zadroik's captain article this week where one of the things that I like that he does is he includes in his article kind of an outside-the-box pick. And he has... I don't think he's actually ever done it, which is kind of funny, but he always kind of presents the idea of captaining a defender. And people are like, oh, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you captained Alonzo this whole time, like you'd be sitting pretty. And... If you look at not that you have to be captaining guys between six and seven million, because that's where a lot of these elite defenders are, but you're going to get a lot more production out of guys like Alonzo and Mendy and Robertson and Trippier than you are out of, um, I hate to include my guy James Madison in there, but he just happened. I see him in my team right now, but Madison and Pedro and Milner and all of these kind of mid-level midfielders, um, they're going to fall way behind these defenders by
2: the end of the season. Speaking of midfielders, Pedro or Willian? Rest of season. Uh, I love that question. Um, Only because you brought the name up. I, yeah, I, don't want, no, I, I made this a Chelsea podcast way too uh, way too often. I'm trying to steer away from. No, that it's okay. Stuff. I
1: mean, they they it's worthwhile conversations for how much we bring up Chelsea and we don't really talk about Murata much, but other because oh. we just want to scoff at him. Oh, there it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> I. That's a really tough question because just based off of history, which really shouldn't matter because uh, Maurizio, Sari wasn't there. Like you kind of want to say like, of course it's Willian, but it should be right. And it should be, but Pedro's playing pretty well. And the, I think the expectation was when hazard came back in, Pedro would sit and Willian would stay in and that didn't happen. And so I, I, I think it's Pedro's job to lose uh, like I don't think there's anything Willian's going to do in training to to pass
2: Pedro. So skip past people with the ball so that uh, Eden Hazard doesn't do get targeted. Oh, that that's never going to end. But <laughs> well, um, it, it, it it would end if he doesn't have to have the ball all the time. Is yeah. my point. <laughs> um, <laughs> if they they can't click on his heels if he doesn't have the ball, or they could, but it would be way worse.
1: Part of me wonders why you haven't mentioned just having all three of them up there and not Murata. I'm actually a very big proponent of the hazard that. false nine. I think he I was that. much better in that role than everybody gave him credit for. in
2: fantasy, but, but not in real life.
1: I think they won every game that he started in the false they, nine.
2: Last year. Yeah. Like, like
1: to, everybody, I, you, you particularly want to like scoff at this idea, but like they are very good when he plays that role.
2: And Maurizio Sarri, is not, he's not uh, afraid of putting a smaller guy in yeah. a false nine. I mean, Dries yep. Mertens has done it for how long? He did it all last year, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the uh, Napoli front line last year was tiny. Yeah, it was
2: Mertens insignia and. Yeah. Cayone, yeah. Yeah, and then and they all had much miniscule. bigger guys behind them.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And he has one of them at Chelsea now.
2: <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. I mean, he it's. Does.
1: Yeah, I, I think.
2: That's a very. That's a lot of people who can't head a ball in because then you have Conte and Kovacic, neither of whom are gigantic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, that's what you bring in Murata and Giroud at the end of the game for. You know, you're, the game Ugh. plan is not to head in balls in the 17th minute, it's
2: the 87th. No. We did... All right. We can get into a tactic session. The, uh, the, the whole thing is that you need to be able to offer multiple avenues of attack. And if you don't have anyone with any kind of size their your game plans dictated you know where the size is Rudiger yeah who will not be in the box during open play
1: no and he, and Louise doesn't really offer that either he just offers
2: shooting from 45 yards so does Rudiger uh they both can hit it really yeah. really well yeah. in fact Rudiger almost scored against yeah. Newcastle and that's that, it, good thing the crossbar was there also would have killed somebody <laughs> it's amazing
1: he had that much power after that long trip um I. It seems like his Pellegrini is locked in.
2: I hate that. I know you do, but it's I, not going anywhere. I know it's fine. Anyway, I, we now now we can move on. Eden Hazard is the one Chelsea option that you really want, anyway. No, 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 no. There's not just oh one. And Marcus Alonso they, too. Yeah, sorry, two. sorry. I'm not sold on the Chelsea defense as a defense, uh, but Marcus Alonso does enough off, off does enough offensively that it negates the lack of clean sheets
1: um,
2: that I anticipate. Excuse me. Yeah,
1: I, I think they're better defensively
2: than you're giving them credit for. Uh, I don't think we've seen what Chelsea are going to be yet. Uh, I'm still not really? convinced that their style of. Okay. When they play against a team that has a back nine. Yeah. You can pass the ball 8,000 times.
1: I think they're, I mean, you are looking at, you're trying to point out the three games that, or four games, let's say, that they play against Man City and Liverpool. And you're like, well, they can't hang with those guys. And it's like, there are 34 other games that I worry about that I want access to their defense. Like, I understand you think- what you're saying. Champions League, or Europa, I guess they're in. They should get out of that. No, team. yeah, they pass. But and- <laughs> they're, they're a strong defensive team against a, a vast majority of this league. Uh.
2: Yeah, yeah, fine. I, 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 in the interest of moving on, I will say fine. Uh, I don't necessarily agree, but there's not, there's no science behind what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just what I'm seeing on the field.
1: Okay, that's fair.
2: Now, going back to the FPL landscape here. Um, well, we've been talking about midfielders. So let's keep talking about them. Uh, I know you had a whole big thing that you wanted to do on the full midfield. <laughs>
1: uh, it wasn't a whole big thing. I just thought it was worth talking about because they have a few players that people were considering they have another one who's gotten a little more attention with andre shorla after last week um brian sessignon it seems has lost his starting spot um i mean it hasn't been a long time without him starting but uh he was kind of the the guy everybody wanted uh jean michael seri has been their highest scoring one, but it's because he actually scored a goal. But, uh,
2: who would you want for the rest of the season? Pass. Really? Um, n- none, really. I mean, in a, in an FPL setting, I would gun to my head. I would take Sherlock only because, you know, from the recency bias that I can see is he had 11 shots, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So five on goal. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. From a fantasy Premier League midfielder, if you're talking about draft, I'm probably going to want Sari just a little more, but not That's much. That's like non-FPL draft, you mean? Like yeah, sorry. Yeah, non-FPL tracks. draft, like mm-hmm. Taga tracks. Yep. Yes, sorry.
1: And Kearney, he's outscored Cessignon.
2: Yeah, well, Kearney, he he got an assist, I believe. But um, my main thing with Kearney is, I mean, he he's supposedly their penalty taker, but now with Mitrovic there, I'm not positive. Um, Vieto well, looks great I, too. I'm sorry. Vieto looked great last week too. Yeah, Luchini yeah. The, 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 so I mean, I, I don't know if Kearney's main appeal because he's on my FPL team right now as my fifth midfielder. I'm at five at four point nine now. Um, uh, like, 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 it's going to be hard to get rid of him because yep. there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot there. Um, it's just. You know, the full midfield to me, no one has distinguished themselves as worthwhile in the FPL scoring format. That's fair. So I'm going to go with my first inclination and pass. Okay. I also, I I should have done this from last year. I should have started my team. And when I do wild card, I will go to a 4-3-3. Just finding the number of midfielders that will consistently score points is just... (laughs) <laughs> it, it gets ugly fast. Yeah. I think
1: yeah. even five in the back is playable.
2: Yeah. No, no. I mean, four, three, three, I think should be, I mean, three in the midfield is the most important number. Whatever you, else you decide to do, great. Right. You know, I think, I, uh, yeah, I think That only leaves you two options, but yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and one Salah. And correct, and I, I, in fact, I have two of my three midfielders defined in in, in pen in sharpie, and that's Salah and Hazard.
1: Hazard sharpied, huh?
2: Sharpie. Wow. Do Do you see his fixture list coming up?
1: Um, I mean, th- yeah, th- yeah. I, you think he outscores for- Alonso over that fixture list?
2: Uh, yeah. Wow. Because he's going to be on penalties. I mean. That's
1: that's where you're going with.
2: <laughs> I think he'll get goals. That's my okay. point. He'll get goals even if he doesn't. Ha- I mean, even though he will likely draw most of the penalties, he doesn't have to to score.
1: I agree with that. I just that that's kind of like a big.
2: I, I I'll put it this way. I yeah. think. How about this? Uh, let me see here. We got. I'm doing a quick schedule analysis in my head because I want to potentially make a wager as to who, what happens more often has our goals or Alonzo clean sheets. I was just about to say, that's, that's going to be your problem. You, you want, want to get one extra point. point.
1: You get one extra point for the goal than the clean sheet.
2: I get it. But that, but that, that's the analysis that I'm doing in my head. I, it's like, I looked at the scoring and, and, did, and, I'm, and I'm doing the math right now. I mean, it's a compelling case. I mean, they home against Burnmouth. And And then, who has one of the hottest forwards in the league? (laughs) Home against Cardiff. They do. They're terrible. I'll give you that. Yep. Uh, They're at Uh, West Ham. Also terrible. London Derby. Uh, Home against Liverpool. Uh, No clean sheet there. Away at Southampton, there's a clean sheet possible. Then home Mm -hmm. to Manchester United, who, I mean, we're uh, we're projecting five weeks out right now. Right. I was going to say,
1: I, I would rather, I think within that five weeks, there are four very realistic clean sheet chances
2: as of today. Sure. I mean... Well, I don't see West Ham signing Messi. I also see four games where Hazard can score, too. Sure,
1: sure. But the, I, you know, the, the, the clean sheet chances are going to be much higher than him scoring in every one of those games.
2: True. But he also can score more than once in a game. Alonzo can also score. He's done also more true. than Hazard this year. Yeah, I also... I, you know what? It's a great question that we should actually pose to the public. Yeah. yeah. Well, what happen, What happens more... Well, actually, that's a good question for just this how many
1: How many points...
2: To like just who the more points over the well, who scores more points for the season? One, and then also secondarily, you know, what happens more often? Chelsea clean cheat, or Hazard goal? Now we can also throw assists in, but they both will get assists. Or who has more assists? Hazard or Alonzo? I think Hazard by a decent amount, but
1: a decent. What is a decent amount?
2: Eh, like three or four, which is no, no laughing matter. Sure,
1: sure. Um. What did Alonzo have last year? Two. Oh, that's not so good.
2: He, he's everyone thinks he's this assist guy, but he's not. No, he's a goal scorer. He's a goal scorer. He's a he is a strafender. Oh well. Um. Yeah. All all good questions. And obviously, I think what we're ultimately saying is on Chelsea. Those are the two guys you want to own for all the reasons that we're just shit stating. They uh-huh. all they both have very favorable opportunities for points at their positions.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So what, what I mean when I wild card, there's going to be five players who I'm pretty sure I know are going to be on my team and it's going to be actually probably six actually uh, Robertson Alexander Arnold Mendy and Alonzo. I want those four. That's going to be an expensive midfield. I'm, I'm aware but defense, Juan Bisaka and four flat will help um, expensive defense expensive. Like, hey look I'm going to start four of them every week. I want them to be good.
1: Yeah, um, Liverpool has Tottenham away, Chelsea away, and Man City at home in their next five. Fine, and that'll be their next four after you wild.
2: Card. I, I'm, I'm not wild carding now.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of people wild card after game week four. I don't understand why. Because we know what's going on now. Great, and, it's and after then the international break.
2: And you know, you know, where I'll, I'll also know what's. I'll have a better idea of what's going on after six weeks or after seven weeks. Like yeah, but people have, have already gotten their po- their points like. It's, there, there's no
1: reason to wait. Is the, is the
2: uh, I mean, I would rather wait until before the holiday fixtures because there's going to be a lot of fixtures at once, and you can get really burned if you don't have that wild card available.
1: That's why you have a free hit. And the wild card, you get gonna wild that's card for after one. January.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's how you deal with. No, the, but, a, yeah, but that's after. But that's after the fixture. That's after the congested fixture time.
1: You're going to be like three hundred points back by then because you're still I not mean, am I'm going to be I'm going to be
2: like 3000 points back by then. I mean, I'm do I'm doing better, but I'm still right. only like above average. Right.
1: I'm just saying that's why people wild card now.
2: They worry about now now
1: and they worry about later later.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. What a what 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 a deep and profound life mm-hmm. of philosophy. Yeah. All right. What do you think about Southampton because I feel like we've haven't talked about any of them recently and I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, but I'm sure you're already thinking of who I'm thinking of right now. But, um, from the midfield, uh, Muhammad El Yonusi. I was saying Elian but but El- no, damn. Anyway. Um, I apologize, uh, to, to him and his fans and family. Uh, I, I just haven't looked up the pronunciation guide. Um, but you have him ranked at number 20. um, he is a i mean he i think i think i saw him in the leaders of crossing something like that something along those lines
1: uh he was certainly up there in this last weekend because uh or actually the last two so he or maybe it was the first game whatever it was uh he came on at halftime of i think it was their first game and um basically took over all set pieces and then did the exact same thing um last weekend in terms of getting all the set pieces except he started this uh yeah first and second first and third game he was hurt for the second yeah uh when james ward Prouse is on the field he usually takes them for southampton we saw Stuart armstrong take some in the beginning in the first Rich. match but elianassi seems to be the guy when i mean th- the other thing is those guys haven't started since but if he's going to be the guy on set pieces for Southampton, as bad as I think Southampton are, um, in a matchup this weekend, I think I can get on board with that. Or at least mm. on board enough
2: to have only 19 guys ahead of him. And I'm also happy to report that Charlie Austin appears to no longer be, be a thing. <sighs> Poor Chaz. Can we, can we please move on to the Danny Ings era of Southampton? The The...
1: Salt in the wound was seeing Shane Long starting with Danny Ames. <laughs> like really to just stick it to us in terms of not seeing Charlie Austin anymore.
2: I feel like Shane Long is the human personification of salt in the wound. <laughs> Maybe.
1: It's I don't I don't see how a manager other than the fact that I think Mark Hughes is awful that um, you can put Shane Long's name on the list, on this team sheet and be like, "Yeah, we got this one." <sighs>
2: All right, let's go to some forwards. Let's go to some forwards here. Um, Solomon Rondón dropped in price after that Chelsea game, and it wasn't his fault. Um, and I'm I'm not a Solomon Rondón apologist, right? Very well documented, right? Yes. Um, he was left alone with three Chelsea defenders. At all. anyway, um, so I, I, I you know Newcastle their fixture list is still awful. Um, there's there's no there's no soon end in sight. Uh, for Solomon Rondon because he still has City and Arsenal to play, and then he also has United in the next uh, in the next five weeks. Uh, so it goes <laughs> City United, then two good games, and then there goes uh, City-Arsenal, and then United in game week number eight. Um, but from game week nine to game week 18, man, I'm going to be so on board for Solomon Rondon, just pointing that out. I can't believe uh, what I'm hearing. Yeah, keep it on your radars. I really I, can't believe it. Keep it on your radars. Um, uh, so we we kind of we, we kind of talked a little bit about um, you know we're gonna know what we we're gonna know about Watford pretty soon. Um, for Callum Wilson and for Burmouth, we're also gonna get a good hint as to whether they are. You know I have them as one of the one of the um, one of the candidates for um, uh, for for relegation this year, but I mean we're gonna see them go to Chelsea to Stamford Bridge this upcoming weekend and. We're going to find out a lot about him and Ryan Frazier this weekend. Two very popular picks in Fantasy Premier League.
1: What do you think we're going to find out?
2: If they can actually attack against a team that will control the ball.
1: Hmm. Do you think the answer is yes? I think the answer is no. Okay. Even though I do, even own though, even against that horrible Chelsea defense.
2: It's not that they're horrible; it's that they won't get clean sheets. Uh, so, then, <laughs> so Callum Wilson could score. He could. He could. Will he uh, off a Ryan Fraser penalty? Sure. Why not? Ryan Fraser draws draws the penalty. A penalty. Uh, I mean, actually, Dabby I Dabby is, think he's Dabby off Dabby penalties now. And, no, 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 Yeah, because Joshua King takes them. Right. Who? Hey, he by missed. the way, by the way, last week I said that he was due, even though that was my analysis for the past like two years. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> yep. And I also said the week before that that Harry Kane has never scored in August. Mm-hmm. So you, you know weren't
1: the, you weren't the only one saying that.
2: Of course not, but. When I, I just love that I really made everyone mad in the DFS Slack channel and then just kind of sauntered away. But you didn't see the reaction after that? Uh, I mean, I read a, I read one or two mentions and I did my job and yeah. I went away. Okay. <laughs> if you guys tag me on something, I will look at it. But outside of that, I, I will just do my craziness and then leave. The ultimate troll. All right. Uh, Pierre-Emerick and we talked about um, we talked about Arsenal and that fixture list coming up. He's going to come good. He has to come good.
1: I hope so. I thought he was going to come good last weekend, but
2: yeah. Like a, didn't he have like a 60% goal scoring odds last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, he did.
1: It might've even been slightly higher, but, uh, I mean, they're, they're going to be high this week as well. So, um, I don't know. I just haven't made the jump to Aubameyang mostly because I at Cardiff.
2: Yeah. No, I mean it, match- it makes
1: total sense to it, to get him. I just don't. I mean
2: it, it, it's almost so good that, you know, here's basic. here's the way that I view like it is like the juiciest of matchups. Would I uncaptain Salah for this matchup? And this one kind of makes me be like hmm, maybe, yeah. I, I mean, it. I'm not going to, but I but oh. I'm not going to uncaptain Salah, don't get me wrong, but
1: if I had him, I would if I had a Abumayang, I would consider it. I'm actually yeah, I mean, wondering if you think, and their prices really aren't that similar, um, and it's probably just because um, Firmino is the most expensive forward that I have. But would
2: you rather have Aubameyang or Firmino for the rest of the season? I'm losing patience, but I'm still going to say Aubameyang. Oh, okay. But I'm very much losing my patience, and, and and I mean, so I mean, here's check this. I got a, I got a different one for you. If you knew he started every
1: game from now on, would you rather have Firmino or Lacazette? Firmino?
2: I don't even think it's close. Really? Wow. Okay. I mean, by the way, I think Lacazette's closer to leaving Arsenal than he is to starting every game. Um, not that any. Not that either are particularly close. All right. Um, that surprises me. Why does that surprise you? Roberto Firmino hasn't even scored yet, and he's still picking up points. Because he's getting assists.
1: Yeah, no, I get it, but um, I think people underestimate
2: Lacazette. I think people vastly underestimate well, Bernardo Firmino. Player.
1: No, I I understand <laughs> that, but like the, um, and obviously the playing time has is the problem with with Lacazette. Like that's why he doesn't, he's not a, a more consistent fantasy player because he literally doesn't play that much, but. I mean, he had one fewer goal than Firmino last year and three fewer assists in like nine or eight fewer games. Hey there, fantasy players. We've got some news for you. Starting 11 is back for the Premier League season, and it's time to get in on the action. In Starting 11, you can challenge managers from across the world for cash in head to heads, 50 50s, and, and winner take all Premier League contests. Download now on iOS and Android at www.starting11.io. That's starting11.io. Make sure to look out for their new mini-league contests, which are launching soon. Remember, on Starting Eleven, you build an 11-player roster with no salary cap restrictions. Best of all, instead of seeing injuries, substitutions, or poor performance ruin your chance of cashing in, Starting Eleven lets you make up to three substitutions to your fantasy squad during live play, just like a real manager. So if one of your players is bottling it, you can get him off the pitch, and if a player you don't have is terrorizing the defense, you can get him in your lineup. So head over to www.starting11.io now to
2: get into the game. I just love that Alexander Mitrovich has as many points as Sergio Aguero. He's awesome, Mitrovic. Well, I mean, he's awesome in that because of his game last weekend where sure. he scored twice and got an assist. Yeah, I mean, Aguero has only scored in one of his games this year. No, Mitrovic has been good. He's been much better than Ryan Sessegnon, who everyone loved. Exactly. Man, I am am very much trying to hold my excitement for Joshua King just because he scored a goal. Mm -hmm. But we do have to talk about the Watford forwards because Troy Deeney, everyone was on Andre Gray before the season started, but Troy Deeney is outperforming him.
1: It's so annoying too. Like, Grace, clearly a better player than Dini.
2: He is. Dini's going to get his matter. red card, and then we don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> Troy Dini will fight somebody. Right.
1: I don't think we need to talk about Troy Dini or Andre Gray. We were talking about how horrible the schedule is coming up.
2: Oh, for the next two. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. It's All really right, three of the this? next four. How about this? If you had to choose one forward to have in the next three weeks, who would it be? Aubameyang. Mm, yeah, uh, it's Aguero, and then it's Aubameyang.
1: I want. I, I was.
2: I, I was gonna say. I'm gonna take Aguero because I'm pretty sure you haven't looked at the schedule yet. Yeah. But uh, it, it's. Yeah, it's that, Aguero
1: but, and then Aubameyang. Yeah, it's it's weird because, um, we've seen so much rotation for Man City already, and somehow Aguero, has not,
2: been rotated. Yeah, you know who else I have in that list? Uh, Lukaku. Oh. Uh, give me all of the Manchester United players right now. Give me all of them. I mean, in, in our draft league, I pretty much have all of them not named Lukaku. Right. Uh, they do have decent, a, a
1: very, very good run,
2: but mm-hmm. it's a good time to be struggling for them because you know that Jose Mourinho is going to have, well, at least going to talk to them as if he needs them to win. Um, and we'll yeah, see. Like winning and, 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 doesn't, doesn't mean fantasy points. That's the problem. Well, it does for the defenders.
1: I mean, but but even that, who who are you taking?
2: Luke Shaw and Antonio Valencia. I'll take both of them. I mean In fact I, I have both of them in a lot of places. Ashley games. Young is there to take Young or Shaw's spot at any moment. It, Luke Shaw has been the best player on the field for I mean, United so Jose far. hates him though. That doesn't matter.
1: I think it does. He's the one who's deciding who plays.
2: No, but it's not Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw is playing the Jose Mourinho way. He's playing well defensively, and he's also chipping in going forward, too. But he is getting back on defense. I, I have no faith. His center backs is Shaw. where he has a problem. Oh, sure. he knows it. And he knows it. Yep.
1: Both of them, too. That's the problem.
2: Oh, my God. All four of them. For how much money? Well, I just meant, like,
1: both <laughs> center back spots. Oh, center back spot, yeah, but sorry, yes. But, yes, yeah. all four of them. For how much money they spent on all of them. Well, not Smalling and Jones, but how much money they spent for Bailly and Lindelof to
2: literally have them not play. It's crazy. And buy not even in the A team. Yeah. That was that hurt. That hurt me on on a fantasy scale. Mm. I had him on a lot of teams. But I do want Rome back to Lukaku. Um Lukaku is a bully. Uh, he he does tend to take advantage of the inferior opponents and he has a lot of those coming up. Yes. And Burnley and Burnley away doesn't scare me now. For some reason, and it might be Joe Hart related, Burnley's defense is leaking goals. <laughs> oh, that guy is just awful. It's not Joe Hart's fault. Have you did you watch did you watch a little bit of the game last it, week? It is Joe Hart's fault. <laughs> just because his name is Joe Hart. And he's awful. there. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I mean obviously they're just not deep enough for a European run, and we we'll find out Thank tomorrow you. if that keeps going. So. It's possible that it doesn't, and then we can start fearing Burnley again.
2: I, uh, I'm just saying for Manchester United, Burnley, Watford, Wolves, West Ham, Newcastle. I want all. I want Lukaku definitely. And the only thing that makes me not want Sanchez is because he didn't play last week. But I'm pretty sure that was a mistake, and Jose knows it. Well, he was coming back from injury, and so no, 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 he wasn't that in, he, he wasn't he wasn't that hurt. He didn't look hurt, is the way I'll put it. Yeah, that's fair. Do you think he's good again? Just like how Jamal, uh, just how uh, Lachelle wasn't hurt against uh, Chelsea. He just didn't want to play in the back three. Yeah. But do you think he, like Alexis is okay? Like health wise?
1: Yeah. Yes. And do you think I he, do. do you think he's going to be a good player again?
2: Uh, he, 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 he can't not be. He's, he's too good. Oh, he, he absolutely can not be. Do, do you think I,
1: he'd be great again?
2: Great uh, he you know, uh, uh, with this manager, not as great as he was with uh, with Arsene, but. Do you think he can be great again? Yes. OK. Just not with this manager. OK. I, I mean, there's a pretty good French manager who's just kind of sitting at home right now. Yep.
1: I just I mean, I don't think it's going out on a limb and saying that we've clearly already seen peak Alexis. Like he's on the
2: downside of his career. Yeah. Well, but I'm just wondering
1: how down it is.
2: Let's stay on United for a second. How much of a difference does it make if Jose Mourinho, let's say, is gone by Christmas?
1: Um it depends I mean, are we just assuming it's definitely Zidane?
2: <sighs> Manager of that caliber it doesn't necessarily have to be that name. Right. But I I think Um Anyone not named Antonio Conte. Right. Like well
1: that's a thing. Like who is it? I, just, just pick just, 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 just Bob Bradley whatever. Like who <laughs> That's the point though Like Mourinho Deserves Based on his history Which he reminded us This past weekend Like he deserves to be In that Realm of manager So like It matters Conte it matters Like I don't Maxi Allegri takes over I'm not running At Alexis Sanchez I mean
2: What if it's Arsene Wenger <laughs> uh, Laurent Blanc I'm not. I'm not running
1: to add Alexis Sanchez at that point.
2: <laughs> Peter Bose. It
1: doesn't matter who it is. It's one of those that like I'm. I, I'm going to be too late on Alexis because I think he's just. We've we've seen the, his best,
2: and so I don't want below that now. You know who's great to bring in mid-year in the Premier League? Alan Pardew. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I think they'd be rioting in the streets. That would be amazing. All right, can we finally Giggsie, put? The, is he ready to take the job? No, he he's ready employed. Uh, Please, um, United
1: calls he'll he'll pick up.
2: He'll phone. break whatever contract. Yeah, the team yeah. wants to let him. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, can we finally put the bed Serge re as a thing? Is, uh, is Kieran Trippier finally the guy?
1: Um, he should be. It's yeah. one of those that like
2: uh, that an- another one where Mike was right before everybody else. Um. Him and Andy Robertson, I'm just hanging my hat on.
1: I'm not sure anybody was saying that Aria was better than
2: Trippier. Well, but that you shouldn't take Trippier because he's going to split time.
1: Well, he has split time already, so I'm not sure you're right about that yet. I see what you're trying to do, though. I actually think there's a possibility that that he does get rested more often because of Champions League.
2: Who's he? Trippier. You think Trippier is going to play in all the Champions League games?
1: I think they're better off having him play those.
2: See, I disagree, because the Champions League tends to be, you need to be more defensive. And that's where Serge Aurier is better.
1: That's where Serge Aurier is headed for a red card.
2: Well, fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you think he's going to get a red card in any match, why is he on the club at all? That's
1: fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I, I, I... <sighs> I don't like I, mean, I think I
2: think it's. I mean, I think his I mean, ownership like is Art. reflected by that in FPL because of this. Sure. Right, and you know, I didn't name him as like one of the four guys with my in my high-priced defense. Right, and you know, I love Kieran Trippier. Yeah, I I, I root for him and Andy Robertson the hardest outside of Marcus Alonso because, you know, he's on my team. But um, so you know, those why, the why isn't Trippier in that list? What? Because I mean, based on price and it's based on price really the value with Alexander Arnold is pretty good it is
1: it is who are the five we said oh Robertson right, right, right sorry yeah um I, I get it I get it but I mean theoretically if you have a decent bench then the days the Trippier doesn't play I guess that you run into the that's the, the point it's gonna be, it would be
2: Aaron Juan Bissaka uh, oh as a defender or, you know, one of the, like the scrub midfielders that I have as well. Like yeah. it, it would not be good. Okay. That's what, I mean. That, that That's why if I'm going to go with the more, you know, my starting lineup is my starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Like the backups are just for show. Like the bench boost chip is not going to be a thing not for gonna, me. Yeah. But... You're not going to use that one. <laughs> like I'll use it just because I have to, but it won't be good. Right. Okay. But um but Kieran Trippier is, is he someone you think will start let's say 30 games this year um no i don't so then he's not rosterable at his price
1: i that i disagree with though like his per game i think is will pay off his per <laughs> like i think his cumulative total will actually be okay for how
2: much he's taking like dead balls and scoring on them. Right. He's the English Harry Kane. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I said it on Twitter and got the same reaction. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. I see.
1: Yeah. I think he, that
2: and that and Harry Maguire is the best English striker named Harry.
1: Um, I, I am very much considering my wild card defense of Robertson Alexander Arnold, Mendy, Trippier,
2: and Alonzo. Oh, you're gonna play back five, and then you'll get your switcheroos.
1: Well, they don't do a switcheroo, but you know what I mean.
2: I'll just you'll, get, f- you'll you'll get your substitution.
1: Yeah, I'll have I basically will have five sub six million. Oh, so the team I have right now, which um, it's a it's a mess. I'll be the first to say this, but I'm actually considering about wild carding now instead of. Like, just to get this going. Um, But the one I have now is Robertson, Mendy, Trippier, Alexander-Arnold Alonso, like I said. I currently have Pickford and Stecklenburg in goal, but I'll have to change that around a little bit. Um, My midfield is um, Madison, who I may actually sell for something cheaper. Will Hughes, uh, Jean-Michael Seri, Ilkay Gundogan, and I have... 5 million left to fill with somebody else Who will end up being somebody like uh, Lucas Torreira And then my front line is uh, Lukaku, Aubameyang And
2: Aguero Why not Golo Kante in his newfound found offense? Uh, I'm not ruling it out I, 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 I mean I sounded facetious But it, it, I can't deny it's that stupid. it's there
1: stupid I mean he's not really Like he might have scored all of his goals already who scores more, he or Jorginho? I don't even know where Kante is now. He's probably too expensive for me. There was a big name missing from that list. Do you know who it is? Nope. It rhymes with Shmohamed Mala. <laughs> did,
2: I you like guess, first... did you guess who it I is? Like... I liked the first name. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like it sounds like when you're trying to discount somebody like oh Muhammad Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I also made him Jewish in that. Yeah, you did. In that tone. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you ever gone to Ben's? In sorry, oh, I'm I'm digressing. Wow, we, yeah, can, that is
1: going to be quite a digression. <laughs>
2: I went for the first time, and I just – I feel like I discovered a holy land. Anyway, um, we go on to just like the last bit of Defender talk because I think both of us are really starting to say the same thing about FPL, and you shouldn't shy away from Defenders. Uh, that's not really anything new, but – Well, you... I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like not like, – because I think the most popular formations are still 343 and 442, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, but 442 I consider more of a defensive formation
2: anyway. Well, uh, I don't think anybody's dumb enough like me to actually go 5 in the back. <laughs> well, I'm surprised that well, actually I think we should, you know, I think we should do a little case study here. You know, if one of us wants to do 433 and three, the other 532 and see how that competes.
1: Um
2: I I guess I because mean, I because basically, I don't want to do the same thing as you because I don't want to both do five three two if we're both saying because I I'm starting. To My problem is that, is that I
1: want to the... play like a five two three.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> as do I. But yeah. let's be let's let's stay let's stay on planet Earth. Um, but for 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 me because we I think we I think we've said this also before, right? Defenders are your low your your low floor guys, right? You're gonna get, you know two, three points out of the large majority of them. And then if you have the good ones, you can really rack up some scoring pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. I, I think the, I think it's the, the, the crap defenders have a lower floor than the crap midfielders, but I don't think their floors are necessary. Like the average guy is less necessarily lower than the midfielders. Like a clean sheet from a 5.0 defender is much more valuable than nothing. Like a regular game from a 5.0 midfield. That's
2: and that's the range in 5.0 you can get what's considered let's say like a mid to upper middle price but it still could be an elite defender like trent alexander arnold
1: well he's the only he's one.
2: taking set pieces too
1: no, no i'm saying he's the only one though like you're Is not gonna find other one? 5.0 defenders who are taking set pieces he's the only one that's like a it was just a clear misprice on him
2: Challenge accepted. Hold on one second. Because I, I mean, mean Holubus I
1: mean... is the other, sorry.
2: But like in that range, like
1: Alexander Arnold doesn't belong in that range of 5.0. It's it, it's all center backs at that point.
2: Nope. Nathan Aké uh, and Yeah, I mean I mean the whole Stephen Ward, Matthew lowton they don't take Yeah, they don't take set set pieces. pieces. The only one that's like marginally close. Luke Shaw is not 5.0 anymore anyway. The only one
1: who's marginally close is Ryan Bertrand.
2: Yeah. Well, and Cedric back in the day. But Cedric never took set pieces. That's true. Because we're all over play. Well, he took corners. He took corners once upon a time.
1: Cedric never did. Hmm. Bertrand did. Having a tough time. Right. So, of Alonzo, Alexander Arnold, Mendy, Trippier, and Robertson, you put Trippier actually last because of his playing time yeah. issues.
2: Yeah, you have to. You have to. for me. You have to. Okay. You know, and it's and to be, dangerous and to, to fair, have two and Liverpool. To be fair, dads. the Liverpool defense has actually been a defense. Sure. Right. Like, you know, it, it, they haven't let up a goal since February in, uh, at, at, uh, at Anfield, and they haven't let up a goal this year, this season, at all. I think the only team to do so. Yep. By the way, I do, I checked. Uh, we we talked a little bit either it was on Chat or on Twitter. I forgot which, but um, Manchester United do have a goal differential of only one better than Cardiff, and Cardiff have yet to score. Yep. You were dying for that one. I was dying for that one. I think it's great. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. defenders. I didn't know we'd have this much defenders. It's crazy. Crazy. They're important. I, I I you know, this year taking it more seriously, I have now come to realize how important FPL defenders are mm-hmm. because you know, when we did our drafts, you know, once upon a time, I'd always wait on defenders. Always mm-hmm. always 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 always. Um not the case anymore. I you can't you can't just get the lower value guys and expect to make up the difference with your midfielders and forwards. Unless you are perfect on hitting on all of them, which, let's be honest, it's not going to happen.
1: I think it's important to recognize that it's still a fairly small group.
2: Yeah. But if it's small and predictable, you should get them. Sure. Sure. Yep.
1: I'm just saying, I don't think you necessarily need to, like, go early for Kyle Walker. I'm not sure Kyle Walker is going to end up drastically different than...
2: No, especially with Benjamin Mendy on the other side. Sure. Uh, You know, I think... I actually think on the Kyle Walker front that his summer really helped Manchester City. Because the fact that he was playing in a back three, he's kind of playing in a back three now. Like, he doesn't get to go up... He doesn't get to go forward that much.
1: I think... I think you're underestimating how much he gets forward. He just doesn't really He doesn't touch the ball. Um <laughs> it's not as bad as that. He's not as defensive as that. But he's just not crossing like Mendy does, and so he doesn't
2: I the attack is coming from the left. Yes, for sure. You know, it's it is it is that is the center of the attacking universe for for Manchester City, mm-hmm. at least to date. Yes. Alright. I don't anticipate that changing unless Unless there's a change in philosophy against City, where everyone just kind of goes to the defense's right to stop it, and then it just leaves acres of space on the right. other side, yeah. um, he provides enough threat there. But he, but like I said, I do think that Kyle Walker's summer being in a back three like that, and knowing that he needs, just being in that defensive mindset, has really helped City. That's fair. I want to make one more good point before we go. Okay.
1: I'm listening. Or do you not have one and you're, you're trying to think of one? <laughs> so yes,
2: to... To yes, yes to both. Yes to both. Oh, okay. um, I'm still of the opinion that even though I've seen them drop points, that Manchester City will still not only win the Premier League, but I think that they will be as dominant as they were last season. 100 goals? Does. not they could score a few. They, they could score ninety, but also I think they'll concede a lot less this season. Okay. I think that they will be a much better defensive team than they were last year. I think that's reasonable to say. And Ederson will have at least one more assist. No, I'm just kidding. That's not that. That's yeah. not real. That's not real. So you, uh, that's just. Wishful. So you think
1: they run away with the title again?
2: Yeah. Wow. So I you don't I think really Liverpool
1: don't... keeps pace.
2: It'll be hard. I they're think the only team keep, I think that legitimately has a correct. Shot yeah. And then that, that's been identified. Um, I just don't think we're appreciating the brilliance of what we see from Manchester city. Okay. As a, as a as a, as a group uh, and that depth too. like, mm-hmm. if someone gets hurt, they're okay. Like De Bruyne has been hurt and they're going to be okay. Uh, for example, if you take nag, uh, Naby Keita, I think that they, I think that Liverpool will be pretty hurt in the in the midfield. Naby Keita, who hasn't been on the score sheet, has been playing very well.
1: He's really good.
2: Fabinho really... hasn't even played yet. I was wondering that. Is Fabinho going to play?
1: Yeah, it sounds like uh, like an adjustment <laughs> to the style. that, um, I guess Jurgen Klopp compared it to when Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain joined last year and didn't really play much at the beginning. And that, I guess, the, you know, just learning the way that they want to play is
2: takes a little while for some guys. So when he finally gets it down, he's going to tear his ACL. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) Well, until then, we are going to see James Milner on penalties. I think so. Uh, why not? Oh God. Oh, that's not the way I want to end this. I need to say something different about somebody else. Hmm. I can't end this. I can't end this podcast on James Milner.
1: Um, I think the only thing you have to worry about with Milner is that he's eventually
2: going to get tired. Because he's old? Yeah. I can end it on that note. On that note, we will end this episode of the roto Fantasy Soccer Podcast. He has been Andrew at roto Andrew. I have been Mike at Sports by Gotti on the Twitter. You can uh, hook up with us there and also tweet at roto Soccer for any kind of questions or any kind of feedback to this podcast. Uh, you can also go on iTunes and give us a five-star review for how awesome you think that myself or Andrew or Jordan or everybody else on the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast is for both the Premier League and also for our MLS side as well. So thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you next week on the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Thank you starting 11.
0: Thank you for listening to the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer.